This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values with your hosts, the Cotellis. I am Marco. And I'm Tony. Top of the morning to you. Happy Wednesday, husband. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am good. It is a good Wednesday. It's a good week. In a week that consisted of a new Beyonce song and how to get away with scandal, I would say that life is very good right now. (laughs) I'm glad you were entertained. I'm very happy. (laughs) How's your week been going? It's been good. It's been very good so far. Good. Glad to hear it. I am um, tired. It has been a very rough week, I feel like, between work and activities and events and things like that that we've had going on. There hasn't been a lot of downtime, no. Yeah, so we've been kind of busy, but, um, you know, napping has been very essential. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't nap. And life has been good. I won't complain. I'm very happy. Well, good. Yeah. All right, we are going to hop right into our hashtag gay relationship goals for the week. Um, As a reminder, every week, Tony and I will highlight a great couple within the community as our hashtag gay relationship goals. Our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity to the gay relationship narrative. So if you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag gay relationship goals, tag us on some of your great couples pictures on Instagram and we will take a look. Our handle is at pod relationship and that's on instagram twitter and facebook um so this week tony and i are uh, highlighting a really cool couple that uh i've just recently actually uh began to follow i'm a huge fan of them and they actually just got engaged oh which i am always a fan of (laughs) i will tell you guys planning a wedding is definitely not as much fun as it looks <laughs> but, but it's kind of the worst it is kind of awful but as i always say there's nothing worse than going into your your wedding hating your husband <laughs> yes, that, it is not fun um, but uh being engaged and being in love is fun and seeing gay love is even more fun um so this week we are i'm sorry we are highlighting um at joseph beavers and at Snow MGZ. So you can follow both of them on Instagram because they're kind of cool. I just like them. They're kind of fun. Um, Joseph Beavers likes to highlight, I, I don't know, the the life of a beaver. So they like, <laughs> which is like really hysterical. Um, and they just crack me up in general just by way of like, they, I mean, I love it. Because they literally, um, every single picture on Joseph Beaver's page is of the two of them. Mm -hmm. um, And all of the fun and the adventures that they have. Um, His, I don't know, what his intro on his profile definitely says, The beaver is a large, primarily nocturnal, semi-aquatic rodent. They have poor eyesight, but keen senses to hear, smell, and touch. And every single one of their hashtags are snow beavers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is like really That's cute. That's clever. Um, But I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy them. I think that they're adorable. I think that they're fun. I love the love that they have for one another. And again, anytime that you can kind of put out, you know, one of the things that I enjoy the most about the the gay relationships that we have been highlighting is I think that in a, a certain kind of way we are highlighting multiple like different type of gay people 
Um, I think we are highlighting, yeah. like, you know, the queeny gay people, and we are highlighting some of the basic, everyday, average Joe Schmo kind of gay people. We have highlighted celebrities. We have highlighted those who um, don't necessarily even have a strong social media following, but are present, too. And the thing I like about these guys is that, like, you know, there are, of course, shirtless photos and things like that that are on there, like, from their vacations to tropical islands or you know different beaches and pools and things like that but they are like run-of-the-mill hairy-chested <laughs> normal <laughs> average like if you saw them you would like not even uh, question like that they were just basic everyday like hard-working normal people um and it just so happens that they're in a gay relationship with one another i mean they even went so far as to like post one of their pictures it's so funny that like the two of them are kissing each other and they're both holding a beer while while they are kissing and it's so funny because the caption on it says like in case anybody was wondering yeah, we are fans of blah, 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 beard brand. <laughs> and so, like, they totally, like, ignored the fact that it was two guys embracing and one another <laughs> and pointed out the fact that, like, yes, we are fans of this particular beard brand. And so it's, like, really fun. So That's I just cute. think it's hysterical. So, um, And I love that their facial hair game is always on point. It's great. Like, both <laughs> of them got it. I mean, as two bearded gays as well, like, I think that we, you know, definitely will tip our hat to those... Um, that uh, support the facial hair as well, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's why this week um, these two are are our. I don't know why I can't get that right today, but um, these two are our hashtag gay relationship goals. Um, so again, if you would like to follow the two of them on Instagram, they are at Joseph Beavers B E A V E R S and at Snow M G Z. Um, and so you can follow them. We are going to take a short break. And when we get back, we are going to get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Hey, y'all. We cannot thank you enough for taking the time to listen to our podcast and for allowing us to be a part of your life. If you love relationship, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pod relationship for even more content and information. If you have any relationship questions or topics that you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast, email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com. We will read your questions on the air, share our thoughts, and offer guidance based on our experiences. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. If you're a fan of the show, leave us a five-star rating and give us a great review. Your support is much appreciated. On behalf of Marco and myself, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Alright, so we are back. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I wanted to ask you a question. Alright. So... Before we started dating one another, mm-hmm. did you have to force yourself, not force yourself, that sounds like a really, really weird way of asking the question, but was it challenging for you to come to terms with the fact that you liked me? No. No. No, that wasn't a problem at all. I think you know I told you the night we met how I felt. So there really wasn't a period of time in which that 
existed. No, and I think that's the the challenge for me in this week's uh, topic is it's not something I can really identify with, uh, but I'm going to do my best to <laughs> participate. You don't you don't think that you can identify with this? Like you're not like there was never a period of time in which like airing i mean because i can think of a few times in which you vocalized to me like oh even like the meeting of the family like you were nervous about like that aspect of it or anything like there's not been anything like in the beginning phases of like dating one another that was like holy shit like now i have to like come to terms with the fact that like this is actually happening and there's a reality behind it no no the meeting of the family that wasn't what that was about at all um no, and for me, like, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's not my experience in life to have to give myself permission to like someone. Like, that's just never been my thing. I'm always okay with how I feel about a person, and I try to be as authentic as I can. Um, and I don't really want to have to give myself permission to feel a certain way. I would always rather get hurt uh, and have something not work out than to keep myself guarded. That's interesting. I feel like, and I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, the idea of like even liking you, for example, was a teeny bit challenging for me only because after having been hurt so many times, like you just managed to do a very good job of putting up a significant amount of walls. Sure. Right? Um, and so it's not that I didn't like you. The reality of liking you was easy that was the easy part the idea of letting go enough to be liked back mm. was the challenging part mm. um not because i don't think i'm likable but <laughs> <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I mean, clearly <laughs> um no but because like oh my gosh like you know again you get cheated on enough you start thinking that you're not good enough because everyone else has you know cheated on you in the past so it's like what is it about me that is not that, that makes me like Teflon for relationships, right? Mm. Like, you know, nothing can seem to stick <laughs> to the situation and it's kind of challenging. So, how do I go about like doing these things? So, it was like hard. And, you know, is someone going to be accepting of, you know, some of the crazies that I may possess? And, um, is it going to be something that lasts long term by way of that? You know, those things are all questions that swirl around in your head and, and make it very challenging. The beginning phases of dating are scary. There's just I, I feel like there's just so much writing on it, right? I mean, again, I I understand that a lot of people feel that way. I'm kind of like to go back to the conversation with Steve. Like, I won't say that I've never been nervous on a date. Um, cause I have, but I do, I like what he said did resonate with me. Like, I don't have anything to lose. Like the other person doesn't have any power or authority over me. I'm me and I like me. And if I was stuck with just me for the rest of my life, like I would be okay with that. Cause I'm actually my best friend. Um, and it just so happens that you're also my best friend. So that works out really well for me. Cause I get to have a lot of fun. Um, but that's, and that's been my experience for a long time. Like, I've always wanted love um, and commitment and a future um, and the fights and the triumphs and the memories. Like, I always wanted that. But like you, I was always okay if I just didn't get that. 
Yeah, I, so for me, I think what it is is the, the I, like, <laughs> sometimes it's just exhausting to have to reset every single time. Like, I was fine with being by myself, but then the idea of having to, like, date somebody and then, you know, potentially like them and then it potentially not working out and then having to start all over with somebody else just became a lot, right? Like, that's yeah. just something that just becomes... It just becomes exhausting and just tiring and a little bit hard. So it's not that I'm incapable of liking someone or liking someone is not ever really the problem. It's just whether or not that is... It, it, it's easy, you know? Whether or mm. not that's easy. Whether it's something like, oh, my God, do I have... I Like, I've got work tomorrow. Do I care about, like, <laughs> trying to make somebody... Uh, like me or spend time with somebody else or like oh my gosh like is it too when is it too early to show them that like you're annoyed or like <laughs> or like I don't like that you wore that or like this is like annoying like you said this the other day and quite frankly that was kind of offensive like when, like when do you like when is it the right time to go through all of that stuff you know yeah I can I can appreciate that for sure and I would say that the offensive part you know you definitely have the right to say that right from the beginning <laughs> sure well you know me i don't necessarily bite my tongue on that kind of stuff no i wear it all <laughs> yeah. right so you know but that's just you know those are i guess those are the things that just kind of go through your mind and may, and again maybe i'm just speaking for myself i don't know but again i just think the beginning phases of dating within itself just becomes it's just a lot and I think that it's very psychological like I feel like there's just so much in your head stuff that happens oh it is and in your heart and in front of your heart blocking it like for sure like that's very common um for all of us to experience um and I would say that it's more the norm that people do have you know past traumas uh hang-ups um hesitations um you know some of it completely justified and some of it Maybe things that they can learn to let go if the right person comes along with the code to disarm them. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think that that's the most important part is you have to understand that you're crazy fits for someone. And <laughs> <laughs> there is someone along the way that will completely embrace it and accept it and be completely okay with it. So I think, again, I, I've said this, I said this last episode, that there's just this fear of rejection, right? There's just this fear of, like, if I put it all out there, somebody's not going to be okay with it, right? Yeah. And and, and I think that uh, it's common, and I, and I, and I think it's justified, but I think that we as a as people need to know and understand that again I, I think I've always told you you know people will say that I'm intimidating right whatever but I always said that whoever I'm supposed to be with won't find me intimidating they will be completely okay with it mm -hmm. and so and 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 that you know lo and behold I found you and that was the whole thing and I think that that's just what needs to happen we just need to embrace our crazy um and know and understand that Someone will be okay with it. Someone will be completely fine with it and say, you know what? That's that's my brand of crazy. I completely subscribe to that. <laughs> and I'm completely okay with it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm reminded of a couple of experiences when we were first dating. Um, one of which was, you know, the night that we met. And we met out at a bar. And I'm not much of a bar person. Um, certainly not the late night loud ones. Um, and you know, you and I had a very nice time together and I went home and you went back to the bar 
And someone, uh, a friend of yours, had brought two friends to the table, and we all know what that means. Um, and, you know, the other friend was trying to hit on you um, and maybe tell people the moment you had in your head. Oh, no, I mean, it was just really, yeah, I mean, you left, and I went back, and we were hanging out, and, you know, a really, really good friend of mine was talking to this other guy, and then he had a friend that was, like, all about me and trying to talk to me, and literally, I was there, and I it just kind of got to the point where I was like, I don't know why I'm here right now. Like, what am I doing? Like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> like at all and I just finished spending time with someone that I actually really do like so like being here right now just doesn't make any sense for me like I need to like and I left I needed to like just leave um because it just uh, you know being with you and spending time with you and having those moments with you were far more important than being felt up and or like kind of eagerly um I don't know he was definitely trying to get with this mm. and I just wasn't into it. And so I just like left it alone. So I was like, I don't, I, I, I don't want this. So I left. And I remember there was a, I think it was our second or third date. And for those of us who know us or came to the wedding, you know, this story, but for our listeners, I'll give you the G rated version, which is we went out uh, to breakfast and I had a very <laughs> notable allergic reaction um, and and I remember thinking, okay, so I can freak out about how embarrassing this is, um, or I can just say that if he can't accept that this happens to a person sometimes and that I'm a person, then we shouldn't be together Wait, you're anyway. A person? I am a person. I am a whole person. When did that? Happen? I am a fully realized person. <laughs> 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 I um, but but so I remember. I remember saying to myself like. That's okay. If he can't handle this and this is the end and this is the last time you see him, you'll have a good, embarrassing story to tell. And you will have learned very quickly that this was not the person for you. And that was eight and a half years ago? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. No, you're right. And, you know, I think that... I, I, I think... I think all too often we see the worst in people. Like, we just anticipate the worst, right? We're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. We're just always waiting for the bad parts to present themselves. Um, and, you know, that particular story just, I, you know, I'm not that heartless of a human being where, you know, somebody who is not reacting well to eggs is going to, like, scare me away. You know, I, that that's not me. And I would like to think that a good portion of the world would be very understanding but then again there are people out there that wouldn't be so I can understand where the fears and things like that come but I think when you become a fully realized person and you own who you are then that kind of stuff just doesn't bother you you're just kind of like whatever take it or leave it like it's whatever yeah I mean you can get I mean it's really easy to get caught up in the beginning of it and best foot forward and you know put on your best face and and all that but you know, the reality is that what a lot of us want, I think, is someone who will be there when we're sick, who will be there when we're old. And you know what? That ain't going to be pretty. So if they can't handle the things that aren't pretty now, they sure ain't going to be able to handle them later when their own body is falling apart yeah. and yours is too. Like, 
that's just, you know, that takes a certain kind of coupling. And, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't have decades worth of healthy, wonderful times together. But, you know, you have to be real. People get the flu. People get sick. You know, people make mistakes. People get aggravated. People, you know, don't pay attention. People get forgetful. Like, we are flawed multitudes, every single one of us. Um, and we just have to, like, accept that about each other because that's, for me at least, that's where the true beauty of a person lies is where all those things sort of coalesce and turn you into this almost never-ending series of surprises. Mm. So. Well, I don't know about you, but when I get old, I plan on doing a full Death Becomes Her situation. <laughs> so you'll never have to worry about So you're going to have a hole in your abdomen? Um, sure. <laughs> or your neck backwards. Which uh, one are you? Uh, both. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, like we'll be fine. I'm sure the technology will exist at that point in time so we can, you know, live forever. <laughs> so it'll be fine. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be, be over here getting old. <laughs> getting old. All right now. Um, <laughs> so, no, I just think that, um, again, I just think that a lot of people are afraid of rejection. And, and the one thing that I can always say is every interaction with whomever it is, that you're with is always a learning opportunity and without Pollyanna ing on the situation like we just have to come to the realization that well, you, everything is a learning opportunity and much to your point like if it goes bad then whatever you know that that person is not the person for you but we can't be afraid to put ourselves out there for well, yeah, fear I mean, of at not least being you accepted tried, yeah you, you put know? yourself you put yourself out there yeah. it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go oh now well put yourself back out there again you learned that lesson about that person and quite frankly they weren't the right person so mm-hmm. like bye but i think it's even more important i mean that's definitely um a huge part of this but I think it's even more important of the part where you give yourself permission like where you disarm where you um let yourself be vulnerable I think that's actually more where people run into trouble it's not so much meeting people for some people it is getting out there but I think it's more about like what happens when you potentially could like somebody and you either are overly judging them or you know, um, you run into a, a problem early on and you don't know how to deal with it. And so you just end things. You know, I think that's more the issue for, for a lot of people is when they actually start to come together, those other forces that are opposing rather than figuring out how to sort of, you know, maneuver and, and augment your own energy field so that the magnets aren't pushing across, you know, away from each other so that you can sort of blend that together. I think that's the skill set that a lot of people find really challenging, myself included. Um, you know, it's really, it's really hard to, one, just accept a person, uh, two, not get super defensive, especially when they hit your own buttons, um, and three, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's all a learning process, but I think much to what you said is you got to put yourself out there and figure it out. You got, you've got to just do it and then you've got to learn from it and then move on from it. You know, if it have, if it doesn't work, it's not really a reflection of you. It's a reflection of you two not necessarily being compatible. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to focus on what that person taught you, even if it's what they taught you, you don't want. Oh, yeah. 
Well, on that note, which I think was a good one, we're going to end it right there. But um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have our very first, well, we have our guest for today's episode, which is going to be a fun little treat for everyone. Stay tuned. Hey, folks, it's your favorite host, Tony. And Marco. We need a favor. Please stop what you're doing right this very moment and head to your podcast directory and rate and review relationship. We know, we know. It's a big ask, but we need your help in getting the word out about the podcast, and your reviews are the best way to make that happen. So, if you have two minutes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Then, write a review and tell everyone about how much you love our voices. Or how we're your favorite hosts. Or that this really important conversation is helping you along the way. Just a few ideas, in case you get writer's block. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate your help and thank you for the support. Your participation will only make relationship better. We're going to get back to the show now, but we love all of you. Thanks. And we are back. Uh, this week we have our good friend Erica. We're very excited that she's here. Uh, she's currently in a place in her relationship status that lends itself quite well to the topic this week, so we're excited to have her. Welcome, Erica. Thanks for having me, guys. We're so excited you're here. Yay. Erica has been a huge supporter and fan of the podcast from like the very beginning, even from the inception of the podcast. Yeah, before we even had one microphone. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's so exciting to kind of have her here. Uh, so, Erica, why don't you do us a favor and just tell our listeners a little bit about you? What do you do? Where are you from? What you got going on, girl? I am currently living in Brooklyn. Um, I am a foster care caseworker by day. And then on the side, I'm also a self-taught makeup artist. So. I love it. You got to have a side hustle, right? <laughs> you got to have a side hustle. This is New York. <laughs> so that's great. Are you dating now then? Did you got yourself a boo? So I am currently dating somebody um, that I met on vacation um, on my last day of said vacation. And okay. where was this? Um, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys are doing the long distance. Yeah. Get to know each other. Mm -hmm. Are right, so are you guys serious then, or like what's going on with that? It's complicated. I don't know. It's like Facebook said it's complicated. Yeah, it's, complicated. it's <laughs> hashtag complicated. Um, <laughs> so like I am the type of person that can only exclusively date one person at a time. Okay. So for me. It's more serious than I'm not exactly sure how serious it is for him. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha. complicated. Gotcha. So you don't have rules per se, but you're both genuinely interested in each other and seeing where it goes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Very nice. So, I mean, so uh, I know you listened to our last episode, mm -hmm. which was one plus one. Do you feel that you have a good sense of yourself and who you are as a person? Oh, definitely. You do? Yes. How did you come to that? Like, wit? how did that all happen? Um, it really, it took a while, honestly. Um, I had difficulties finding myself, I guess, through like high school, you know, college. But I feel like as time has progressed, especially now that I'm like living on my own and, you know, doing things for myself and more settled like in my career and stuff like that that now I have a very good sense of who I am as a person and what I like and what I don't. That's awesome. I mean, I think that's one of the things that attracted us to you so much and, like, being friends with you so much is, you know, Erica is, we'll say, somewhat significantly younger than us. And... <laughs> 
And, you know, typically, n- not to shade, you know, the younger generation or anything like that, but typically it's like for us to be where we're at in our lives and in our relationship and in our careers and things like that, it's very difficult for us to find a commonality mm-hmm. with younger folks. And I just sounded really old by saying that. Um, but it's very difficult for us. And then we met you, and you are so just aware of you like mm-hmm. you know you you work hard you play hard you you do really really well for you and yourself and you're together and and everything is great so when it came time for us to be friends with you it, there was like no question about it because it was like oh like she she ain't getting ready to muck up our lives right. with all of her young kid drama and stuff <laughs> like that but also it's like just in general i've always gotten along with or found myself either in relationships with people who are significantly older than me or in friend groups with people who are significantly older than me or older than me in some uh way um so like i have a handful of really close friends who are in my age um, but other than that, like everybody around me is always older. Um, and that's because I just feel, I feel like an old soul in my generation because I don't feel like I'm on the same wavelength as a lot of people who are my age. So it's easier. It's always been easier for me to interact with people who are older. I get it. I, that makes sense. Well, and I remember, so we met Erica, uh, at a New Year's Eve party, <laughs> um, a fancy New Year's Eve party. Um, and we clicked and we liked each other and, you know, everybody was dancing together and you know, having a good time. And then it came time to have Erica come over for the first time. And I was like, wait, which one was she? And I, and Marco reminded me, I was like, oh yeah, that fierce girl who's like super independent. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with hey. that. So it's, it's, it's funny. It's hard to imagine you not being this way. Like I could mm-hmm. see you standing your ground in diapers. Like that's just, yeah. that's just your personality. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to hear that that was a journey for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel like you're prepared to be in a relationship? I do feel like I'm prepared. Um, I've been single for a very long time. I've been single for at least five years. Um, and I've been in a lot of situationships in between those things. And I've dated a lot and, you know, people are not the nicest. Um, you mean you got some fuckboys? Oh, yeah. Like, what were you guys saying? Like, kissing frogs? Like, oh, last God. last episode? Like, all types of frogs. Um, but I do feel like now, especially with, like, the last, like, couple of experiences, I'm like, okay, like, I know what I will tolerate. I know what I will not. Like, I know that I'm ready to be in a relationship and not a situationship. Like, I'm not about to settle for question marks and stuff like that. So, Good for mm. you. yeah. Do you like dating? No. <laughs> I, I actually hate dating. I think it's exhausting. Um, I, let me, let me, let me backtrack. I think that dating could be fun. Um, but in, like we say, like this generation of like playing games and not being honest and saying we want something, but we really don't because we want to get what we want and dealing with a whole lot of different personalities and stuff like that that part is not fun for me um and it's also like when you're dating somebody you're like getting to know that person you're sharing parts of you with that person and then a lot of times it doesn't work out because it's not going to work out with everybody that you date it's an experimental period and because i'm the type of person that can only really date one person at a time because that's just me and other people are not capable of doing that or don't want to do that or which is you know that's fine that's them but um, for me, it's just not fun to like share myself with people and not have it 
like work out or like turn into anything. Because that's tough. I mean, it ha- that that's tough, right? Because cause I'm th- I was the same way. Mm-hmm. Like for me, me, like I could only ever date one person at a time, because it's kind of it's kind of a lot to be giving of yourself right. to so many people at one specific time, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a lot. I always encourage like meeting a lot of different people mm-hmm. and seeing where things go with these people. So then that way you're never by yourself right. like and you have the ability to like be around and like get to know people and do all those things but like the giving of yourself being emotionally invested mm-hmm. in multiple people i think that that it just in for me it seems so complicated it's it just seems so challenging well and you said that the process was exhausting what about yes. it is exhausting it's just like it's emotion it's draining it's like emotionally draining it's mentally draining there's a lot like to think about um especially like i'm the type of person like i overanalyze everything um <laughs> and right and so it can be like really exhausting to like meet this person and you're like talking to this person you're wasting i don't want to say wasting because it's never really, like everything is an you're experience exerting. but you're like exerting this energy you're like getting to know this person you're going out for you know drinks with them you're it's like time it's like a time thing and then you know it's also like an energy thing like you're sharing you share energy with everybody you come in contact with and so it's like you're giving part of yourself to this person and then sometimes it works out and then sometimes it doesn't or you know sometimes it ends badly sometimes it ends mutually and then when all that dissolves you're on to the you're still dating so you're now you have to do it with somebody else and so the process is like super exhausting to keep giving like parts of yourself to these people and just to start over again mm. yeah so do you feel like that um knowing that that can and often does happen do you think that that informs the rapidness or the slowness with which you approach this potential relationship oh definitely how so so i am in a space so when i met this guy i um wasn't looking like i wasn't date like i'm not that's why i'm saying like dating question mark like i'm not i wasn't looking for a relationship i wasn't looking for anything i wasn't looking to find somebody to date i had just had a really negative experience with somebody else um when I was actually dating like I knew that wasn't going to be um a relationship or anything like that um but I found myself being like you know what like I'm just not gonna do this whole actively I'm not actively looking for anybody type situation I'm just gonna go out I'm gonna have fun and like whatever's meant to you know be for me will be for me Mm. and then I ended up meeting him and like I said it was my last night there and I was expecting to just be like okay so what happens on vacation stays on vacation. Right. And <laughs> before I hit the airport, like my phone was like blowing up and it's been blowing up ever since. So um must have done something right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so my face is hot. So <laughs> I um now I find myself being very hesitant. Um, I'm being mm. very cautious. Um, I'm more, I've always been a guarded person, but now I'm even more so guarded because I actually like him. Mm. And so I find myself just being very like cautious and like diligent when it comes to taking next steps with this one, just to see. It's, so is it, would you describe it then as scary to like let go and like really find yourself liking this person? Oh, it's terrifying. Why? <laughs> um, I because like no one wants to get hurt. Like I don't want to get hurt. Um, I've been hurt a lot in the past, especially like in the recent past. Like I was saying before, like right before this one. And so, 
I feel as if it's really when you're so sure of yourself and knowing like how you are by yourself like I know I'm perfect by myself I've been by myself for a really long time like I know exactly what I like what I don't if something bothers me I don't have to deal with it you know that type of thing and it's so it's like now finding myself actually liking somebody else and having to welcome that person or choosing to welcome that person into my space and like have to think about like oh like crap like I like him like now I would have to share like these different parts of me and like different aspects you know of me with this person like is that something that I really want to do like if I do choose to like let go and like actually allow myself to like him like am I gonna end up hurt like it's a big undertaking yeah it's like a big undertaking it's a big jump to be like okay like now I know I'm good by myself and like now I literally have to like not force myself but I'm like training myself to like not like self-sabotage or like not you know have so many barriers up when it comes to like letting somebody else in so how do you do that then um I check my crazy um so I have like a history of like I mean even though like every other time I've been right but <laughs> like so, so like part of it is like I have to teach myself like I've been training myself to like not call myself crazy because there have been so many instances in the past where like my instincts have kicked in and I've noticed like oh like this is a red flag like this is an orange flag like I have like you know little color system I get it. clearly yellow orange red you know mm-hmm. so sometimes I'm like I would see those flags and then I'd be like oh no it's like stop Erica you're being crazy like you're being crazy you're being crazy and I feel like it's so like especially with this generation like women are seen as like being crazy for pointing out stuff that guys or whoever else that they're dating are doing that's like stupid because we've been we've been trained to be like no like women are crazy like no, we're crazy just, no you're just yeah you're like, programmed you're just, to yeah. accept the the things that guys do the way that guys screw things up right and it's and like you're just supposed to sit there and take it and be like oh that's just boys being boys right like they'll be like super manipulative and like doing things that are like really traumatic and you're just like oh like stop girl you're being crazy and so i've had to teach myself that like i have to stop calling myself crazy because all the other times where i made myself feel crazy for picking up these things like i was actually right and that's why none of those people are in my life right now so that's one thing and the other thing is too it's like if i have um one of those like quote-unquote crazy moments i have to like really sit back before i react to like something if it's something that he said or like something that he's doing like before just reacting because i'm a very reactive like I, confrontation mm. does not scare me mm. i do not care um i hear you right so like before mm-hmm. like addressing those things with him i'll take a step back and be like okay like let me think about this like is this one of those moments where it's like oh, okay like erica don't be like don't actually be crazy because you're actually doing this yourself or is it like a no, this is a flag situation. Gotcha. So it's really just like being more mindful, I think is the main part of it. And do you have a support system too that helps you throughout all this? Like, do you have people that you can like run your crazy pot, but like past to make sure that you're good? I mean, like half of them are sitting across the table. (laughs) 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 But I do, I have like, and it's, I have, you know, some really like close friends where I'll be like, listen, like this is what's happening. Like, am I, being a bit much and I have like you know sometimes I'll be like yeah Erica like chill out and other times like no like what you're saying is actually valid and I know that I have 
um, like in particular, I have two friends where like I know one will always like side with him, not like side with him, but be more like, Erica, like fa la la, like it's probably fine. He's probably just busy. And I have the other friend that's like, screw him. Yeah. <laughs> and so when a situation like comes about, like I'll text the both of them and to get the response. And like normally I'm somewhere in the, middle, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll do smart. it. Smart. Right. Smart. Smart. Do you um do you find that he has the same issues, hang-ups, stops, fears? Yeah. I feel as if he does, mm-hmm. um, but they show themselves in different ways. So, like, everybody has their own preferences when it comes to, like, dating and, like, stuff that they'll allow, stuff that they won't, stuff that they like, stuff that they don't. Like, I'm generally, like, a pretty chill person. Like, it takes a lot for me with somebody else to get like frustrated or to feel like I'm being like I I'm anything can fly but like I don't want to feel disrespected Mm, type thing mm. so anything that like will trigger that for me will like trigger my crazy response right um he and I've noticed especially like more recently because I can tell he really digs me because (laughs) hair flip Absolutely. And you, and you can't see this, but she did flip her. And it's like, well, like, why? Like, why wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I would agree. But there's, like, he's told me, like, you know, um, it's crazy. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to him, and I was like, you know, like, I really miss you. Like, it's been, he came to visit me in January, so it's been a little bit since he's been here. And he was like, yeah, like, I miss you too, whatever. And then I was like, you know, does it bother you that I'm in New York and, like, you're not? Like, this long distancing, like, how does that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, a lot of the times it does, but then other times I kind of prefer that you were there. So that was a response that like triggered my crazy half a bit. Like, because I'm like, wait, what does that mean? What you mean? Like, you're not trying to see me? Like, <laughs> what's happening down there that, that I, I need be to be around? in New York? Right. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, all these questions. And I was like, let me check it. And then I was like, so what do you mean by that? Question mark. Like, keep it real simple. Because, you know, any elaboration, I would have gone off. Right. And he was like, no, like, I didn't mean to word it that way. It's not that I prefer that you're there. It's just like, I, he like made the statement kind of like in so many words, like I'm good by myself. Like I'm just used to being by myself and like, I know you're a really good thing. And so I'm afraid to like ruin a really good thing if we were to be together Sweet. all the time right now. That's cute. And I was like, oh my God. That's cute. You're so cute. So you started, <laughs> you started packing a bag. Right, I was like, so about a ticket. So it's like stuff like that. Like he, and I, he's been single for quite a long time now. And he like has his own house and he's like living, you know, by himself. And so he's also really set in like being comfortable, like by himself. And so in the same way that I'm like, I'm good by myself. Like, how do I feel about sharing this with somebody else? I feel like he's having that same kind of thing too. And it also probably scares the shit out of him that like, there's distance and this was not like and this kind of just like happened to us because do Mm. you find that female quote-unquote crazy versus male quote-unquote crazy shows itself in different forms like like do you find that because like i know i know that guys it's like it's an emasculation situation do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like there's a lot of jealousy that goes behind guys there's a lot of like who is this dude you're talking to? But women do it too, but in a kind of completely different way, right? right. So, like, for me, he cannot listen to this episode. So, for me, so, um, like, this past week, somebody, so he works in a bank, and, like, 
I didn't, I didn't even tell you this, so here we go. Oh, here we go. Um, so he works in... Fresh, fresh organic reaction, people. <laughs> this is a relationship this is exclusive. exclusive. <laughs> so he works in a bank, and like the they have like a parking garage where his car is every day, whatever. And so um, the other day, literally like two days ago, we were talking, he like sent me a picture, and some woman at his job had like wrote him like a little note, like, right. Yeah, tilt the head. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, um, so then it was like, P.S. Um, I think you're so cute, right? And she didn't put like a name or like a number or anything, but she left it on his windshield. And he sent it to me, and his reaction is like, ha ha, like this is so funny, like this girl left us here, like whatever, whatever. My first reaction was, <laughs> who is this bitch? <laughs> Watching him. Get, mind you, like, he calls me every morning, right? I just have to go take you through my stages. So he calls me every morning on his way to work. So we are on the phone, like, on FaceTime while he's getting out of his car in the morning, like, going into the office. So he's talking to me, and you are watching him get out of his car, because that's how you know it's his car. And then you went and wrote yourself a little note and put it on his windshield. Do not touch his windshield. Because <laughs> by proxy, that is your windshield. That is my <laughs> windshield. <laughs> And we know he's cute. You don't need to put a note saying that he's cute. Right. He got somebody telling him he's cute. It's me. So <laughs> At what point during this did you check your crazy? So I had that so the crazy so this is how I checked it, right? Because he sent me that and he was like, haha, and I had to take a cool three minutes before I responded to his text message. And that's when all those things were processing. Mm. And so my response to him was, Oh, like, haha, did she leave a number? <gasps> Because <laughs> I want it. Because I'm gonna call it. <laughs> but, I love this. This is why we are friends. Like, I was gonna call it for real. But no, and then we just like turned it to a just joke. So and, long like, as the police don't need to use this interview as evidence later. Right. <laughs> she goes missing. It was not me. I live in a whole other state. I have no connects in NOLA. Like, right. right. Um, so yeah, and then there's. Like on his side, with the crazy like there'll there'll be times like when he was here, I have like guy friends or whatever. Most of the time, it's like you guys or like a couple of my other friends. I'm like, I would get like a text message and he'd be like, um, "Who is this person? Like, why are they texting you at this time?" And I'd be like, "Uh, sir, you pay my phone bill? Ooh, I got a ring on this finger? Right? No, right? So, um, just like stuff like that or like um." And he'll be like, oh, like, what are you doing today? And I'll be like, oh, I'll go to my friend's house. And he'll be like, oh, like, this friend? And I'll be like, yeah, actually, that friend. Yep, when we're going to, you know, bake cookies and watch a movie and play Mario Kart. Like, right. So, <laughs> I don't see what you're getting at. Yeah, I, don't right, I don't understand. It's funny, no, because it, I remember when we were, because Tony can be a very jealous man. Mm-hmm. And so during the dating phases, like any conversations with anybody was oh. kind of, <laughs> was kind of an issue for him. And it's so funny because I'm not typical. I mean, I, I, I've shared this multiple episodes, but mm-hmm. I've been cheated on in most of my relationships. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily like... I, I'm just always waiting to be cheated on. Like, mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like not necessarily a thing. I haven't felt that way in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. With, you know, I would have never married Tony if that was the case. But, um, I, like, I'm not threatened by other people. Right. And so Tony can have conversations with other people and I'll be like, oh, like, I'm real slick with just the like, oh, hi, you know, I'm Tony's husband or by the way, I'm Tony's here. boyfriend kind mm-hmm. of, you know, during that, you know, that frame, that 
time period. I would say that. And then just kind of walk away. But uh, Toadie's kind of like the bodyguard. Like, he'll, like, come and stand behind you with his arms mm-hmm. folded. Like, at, he's gotten, you've gotten much better with yeah. him now. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother you now. But, but again, those are, like, the crazy. There's, I mean, we don't have time to be insecure about not anymore. anymore. I used to have plenty of time for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to be that. Like we're married. At right. this point, I do say like these rings aren't coming off. So like it's like not a thing. But I, mm-hmm. you know, again, guys show they're crazy in a little bit of a yeah. different way than women do. So those are some of the obstacles and some of the examples of where it's challenging. What do you think it takes to let yourself? feel that way and to remove those obstacles I think it's really just like being present in the moment mm-hmm. and um, just like enjoying the time I think it really helped um, when he came to visit a couple of well that was like last month well like two months ago now um, it's just like being present in the moment enjoying the time that we spent together like taking the time because like falling for somebody or liking somebody is like even though it can be really scary, it's also, like, so much fun. And, like, you get, like, not to be cheesy, but, like, those little, like, butterfly moments. Mm. And it's, like, you know, it's, like, cute. And it's, like, fun to, like, have somebody, like, dig you like that. And, like, you feel that way about somebody else. Like, it's a fun time. And just to, like, be conscious of the fact that it's, like, yeah, it's scary. But, like, also, like, look at all these great things that are happening. And also, too, like, he kind of makes it easier for me. Because in those moments where I am having, like, a crazy moment, like we were talking about before. And then he says something and it's, like, oh, like... Well, because that's, I think that's what it really boils down to, though, if mm-hmm. you really think about it, because these feelings, these emotions are real. They're real, one way or another. Jealousy, discomfort, uh, all of those, agitation, those are real feelings, mm-hmm. right? And the goal is to not swallow those feelings and just bury them down, right. like deep down inside of you. It's to be able to express them and then have somebody that cares so much about you that they nurture and rub your head and say, right. I get where you're coming from right now. You don't have to worry right. about that. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or I'm not, I'm not checking for this girl or, right. you know, just so you know, I was just saying hi to this person because we were sharing an interest in tattoo. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like there's like little things, things that you can do and that is what the goal is and so when you find so because realistically the reason why you guys go into your crazy moments are because you like each other right and you care about one another and you don't want other people as part of your scenario so it makes it like nice and easy for you so and that's part of the problem with the fairy tale concept Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to a realistic one is you might see that and you might think Oh well, that's just crazy and dysfunctional. No, that's what it actually that's means to what be human. Looks like. And in a relationship, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to accept each other for who you truly are. Yeah. Right. Tony has seen all sides of my crazy and vice versa, mm-hmm. and we have accepted those crazies, and we got married, and we love each other in spite of those crazies. You know, like it's not. I love you because of some of them. Mm. Now, it, it's re- it's you know it's really nice. So I you know at the end of the day, like there's nothing wrong with showing it, and it's good that you are now giving yourself time to digest the crazy a little bit. So uh-huh. then that way, when you do regurgitate some of it, <laughs> it may be less concentrated. Right. <laughs> it's a little bit more diluted. Right. <laughs> um, but I think also too, 
is that I, like you guys were saying, like show, like I've shown him some of the crazy, because I also am never going to put myself in a position where um, I pretend, right, that I'm some like fairy tale girl that like never gets mad about anything. And then like when I'm at home and like I'll be like stewing and like fuming, but then like I only present to him that like, oh, well, like everything is fine. And like then we end up together or whatever the case may be. And then he really does something that sets me off. And now that I'm comfortable and I'm in this space, I let him see it. And he's like, damn, like you switched up. Like, right. I didn't know you were like right. that. And then, you know, be the one to be like, Oh, you, this is you sold me a lemon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Lemon from just started playing in my head. Like Rihanna's verse. And I was like. <laughs> Bad bitches want right. to be my name. <laughs> right. So. I think that's and I I he's done like I've seen some of his crazy too and I think it's good because I'm like you know I also want to be like an informed consumer like I don't want you know to walk show into show me it, the car facts show me <laughs> the car facts I do not like surprises right you know right. so I love it that's good so then what is your dating like what is your dating end goal like what are you trying to accomplish at this point I am dating for long term right now i'm not interested in a relationship that's gonna fizzle um i'm interested in marriage my like and my like life goal is like marriage and kids okay um and you know to be happy you know well to be happy yes but like be happy with marriage and kids and you know the job and you know there's a lot of things that i want for myself and i'm at that stage in my life even though i am young and people are like oh well you know whatever but like you have time, but I feel like I don't have time, you know? I, I have time, but these are all things that take time. And so why not start working towards the things that you want now and, like, speaking those things into existence, like, now? Well, do you have a time frame or you're just literally just, like, the, you're just a goal? It's just a goal. I don't have a time frame anymore. Good. Um, I had a time frame. Those are so dangerous. And it was it so dangerous. And that's why I was saying before, like, like, it took me a while to, like, come into myself and be like, this is who I am. This is what I want. Because I was putting so much pressure on myself to be, like, like... Married the, by 28. It and... was really by 25. And I'm 25 now. And so when I turned 22 and I saw what my life was looking like, I was like... <laughs> girl no so that was really like the wake up like <laughs> what you not finna do right what, what we not finna do so it was like you know married by you know like engaged by 24 like married by 25 like kids by 20 like and it's just stupid like why you miss so you much miss of life so much of life well not only that but those red flags would be jumping out at you and you'd be like but I'm 24 but I'm 24 mm-hmm. I need to accept this right. or like right. you know like and putting yeah. like that much pressure and then ending up in a really toxic really unhealthy like relationship or situation oh, and having a kid in that situation right and having a kid in that situation yeah. and then where would I be now right. you know so not that those aren't great goals they are but they are be ready for and them and that's not to say that being a single parent is like a bad thing no, no of course but not. it's no. like is that's not something that I want for myself. And so I really had to let go of that like time frame. So now I don't have a time frame, but I'm working toward like this is what I want to And they're your goals. Yeah. Good for you. That's good. So what in order to reach those goals, in order mm-hmm. to let down those barriers um and to really let that in, um all that good stuff. What advice would you give yourself to make that happen? Um, I would say be present. 
um, keep an open heart, keep an open mind, and listen to yourself. And I say listen to yourself because I've ignored myself so many times in the past with different situations, and it never, like worked well i'm not so much like the situation but like myself like i found like i wasn't happy i wasn't happy or like the stuff that was going on like wasn't fulfilling and so i just need to listen to myself if i'm telling myself like this is great and like this is what i want to be doing and i feel safe in the situation and that's what i'm gonna that's the feeling that i'm gonna go with if i'm if i that voice inside of me is like this is wrong this is a red flag this is something that i'm not you know good with i'm gonna listen to that voice as well um, so just a matter of like just staying true to who I am and trusting your gut and trusting my gut, yeah, and your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love that you um, have consistently said to that you're going to stay in the moment. I think there's something super special and incredibly powerful, like powerful behind that. Mm-hmm. I think that that is like super fun because all too often, right, we project, yeah, right, and then we are looking too far into the future that we're missing everything that's mm-hmm. happening in the now right um so i like that i like that you say like be like that you're going to be more present and more in the moment because I, I do think that that is really powerful so before we go do you have anything that you want to share with our listeners um so you guys can follow my beauty page so i am a self-taught makeup artist and beauty blogger um so i have a beauty instagram and that's underscore erica e-r-i-k-a does beauty underscore and that's on instagram and you can follow my looks because they're popping awesome well erica we are so thankful that you were here to spend some time with us and spill some tea thanks for having me it was so much fun i love it thank you so much we are going to take a short break and then when we get back we are going to dive into our listener situations if you live in the new york city area and you're looking for more relationship content join us for our monthly group meeting where we and like-minded couples and singles within the community will discuss relationship topics related to the podcast. Go to meetup.com and search for relationship and join. That's shit with an exclamation point instead of an I. Monthly meeting dates and various social activities will be posted on the group page where you will have the opportunity to be a part of a larger dialogue surrounding many important relationship topics and get the opportunity to connect and have fun with others within the community. Again, go to meetup.com and search for relationship to join. We look forward to seeing you at our next meeting. All right, so now it's time for our listener situations. That's right. Send your relationship questions or comments to relationshitquestions at gmail.com. Tony and I will read your emails here on the show and do our very best to give you guys some guidance, whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) So our first email uh, says, My partner and I have been together for only a few months and I am afraid to show my real self. I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time, and I am worried that if I show him who I really am, he will want to leave me. He hasn't done or said anything specifically. He's actually a good person, and I am not some terrible person by any means. But I just feel like he won't like me if he really gets to know me. How can I loosen up and let him get to know the real me and still keep him? Oh, how timely. I know. We get a lot of really 
good questions. I think this is fantastic. It might be my favorite part of the show. <laughs> um, so I think this is common. Um, you know, you said you're afraid to show your real self. I think that's a pretty universal experience. You know, I would go back to what originally attracted you two to each other, the laughter that you had. Um, you know, I would say that what we were discussing earlier in this episode about letting your freak flag fly, mm. about just being yourself and about a person needing to accept you for who you truly are. You know, they may not jive with every piece of it, but they certainly shouldn't be judging any of it. Um, and they should be able to resonate with it or, or at least compliment it in some way. If, if nothing else, being fueled by your passion for something. You know, Marco's not interested in a lot of the things that I'm interested in. I like really bad horror movies. I like video games. I like anything nerdy that has to do with science. I love camping and hiking and you know, these are not things that he necessarily, um, it's not his first choice. I don't seek it. Yeah, but he does things with me around it. We have found lots of ways to build bridges between uh, those interests. I'm not super into fashion. I think I said before in the very beginning of my questions, I only wear clothes because society demands that I do. <laughs> uh, but you love them. Um, and so I this year I went to my first fashion show. Uh, you know, which was really interesting and has made me want to go to another one. So, you know, I guess don't be afraid to be you because isn't that the person you want him to love? Sure. I mean, so that kind of brings me to a very interesting point because I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody had said something at some point in time where they essentially said that what the problem is with all these people is that you get into relationships and you show a portion of yourself and get your partner to feel like there's just this different person that they got into a relationship with and then you lock them down and then you get, become this whole ass different person later on in life and it just makes it really really hard like you're over here tricking people into dating you and then you actually get them and then wonder why you get broken up with so I think it's best to be honest about who you are from the very beginning. So then that way they can figure out whether or not they're interested in dating that person. And if they're not interested in dating that person, you will be okay with that reality. The good news is that you guys have only been together for a couple months. Right. So it's not like there's this tremendous amount of time that you've spent together with one another. There's not this whole like life that you guys have built together with one another that makes it, you know, very challenging. There's no kids that, you know, or anything like that, that you're like having to split actual things with to make this work out. But I, 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 I mean, I've got to tell you, that, like, I get that this may be your first relationship in a while, but you need to really get to the point where you're okay with being by yourself and you're actually dating quality and not dating just because you don't want to be alone. Mm. And be who you are in those situations and then that will help you out with figuring out what to do. And I would, um, my advice would come from a slightly different perspective, which is the fact that you are afraid means you know you have something to lose. Mm. Um, and so whether that is your own fear of rejection or your fear of losing the this person who you sense is of quality, 
um, you know, that might be something to share with your partner um, because a good partner will receive that well and respond to it well. Sure. Um, you know, I would be flattered if someone said, I like you so much that I am super nervous around you. I think that's adorable. Um, and that would endear the person to me. So, you know, how do you loosen up and let him get to know the real you? Just be the real you. Yeah. Don't be anyone else. Don't be who you think you're supposed to be. You know, um, plan something that you think both of you will be interested in um, or something that leans a little bit more towards your interests where you will open up. Let that um, be for a little bit and see what happens. Absolutely. All right. So our next one um, is a slightly different um, question. Uh, this one says, I'm almost 70 years old and I just came out. I've never been with a man or even gone out to a gay bar, and I do not have any gay friends. I just want to give myself what I never could before and enjoy what time I have left. Any advice you can give would be greatly appreciated. Wow, I love that mm -hmm. we have listeners that are are up in age, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. And people who have just come out. I mean, that's, you know, kudos to you. Congratulations. Uh, it, it definitely, there's a reason it took you a long time to get there, and it's because it takes a great deal of strength to be that honest with yourself, especially when you face all the pressures that we face now, but especially the ones that you faced, which were very different from the ones that we had to face. Um, you know, it really depends on the route you want to take. I mean, I would say listen to our first episode um, because Stephen is in there and he talks a lot about his journey of coming out. And it's not because Stephen is a little bit older that I suggest that. Uh, it's because he really goes through um, his process um, of coming out and, and what he does because he's not really interested in going to those places. I would say if you are interested in going to those places, that it's okay to take the risk and, you know, go out to a bar or, you know, get online. It's actually really great, um, the online stuff. It can be really helpful. I've always thought it's a great screening tool. Um, but the beauty about being older, um, and I'm only assuming this about you, but I bet you just don't give as much of a shit as everybody else. So you can go alone to the bar and see someone interesting and go up to them and say, Hey, I'm not hitting on you. I literally just came out and I need gay friends. You seem interesting. Can I buy you a drink and we'll talk? Again, I'm not hitting on you. Hi, my name's Bob. Like, you can do that. And I think there'll be a genuineness that comes from you um, that wouldn't necessarily come from other people because it is absolutely true. Yeah. I think um, I would advise... So, again, because the way that homosexual lives are portrayed within society I think that there is this uh, narrative that we think that we're supposed to follow right so I just came out so now I have to like be a part of like gay culture in the specific way that all the gays are doing it right now and I would just advise you to not buy into that um, gay culture can be whatever it is that you want to dictate, especially at 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it can be whatever you want it to, to be. So if you just want to have fun and make your time as a gay man in your 70s be full of people that you respect and enjoy and want to be around, you can do that. If you want to spend your time finding gay sexual experiences, you can make that happen. And the beauty is that we have this amazing thing called the internet. <laughs> and you can find a way to 
to kind of tap into any of those things at any point in time. I would also suggest um, tapping into your local gay community service outreach in some kind of way. So, if, you know, here in New York, it is the center. Um, so if you could well, go and there. in particular, Sage too is a yeah, wonderful resource. Yeah, so I would definitely go there and find opportunities to volunteer for like events, like because maybe you could be a part of like the Pride event, you know, or something like that that's going on within your city if it happens in your city, um, and you have the opportunity to like tap into that and, and look at go their calendar too and check out and be in around people. Join Meetup.com, which we are always advocates of because you would be surprised at how many people share interests like you all the way down to like specifics like gay people who like uh video game playing on tuesday nights specifically like you'll end up finding in this part of town who have children and also love dogs and are vegetarian correct (laughs) like you will find all of these specific meetup groups that will do that so i would say just take your time don't feel like you necessarily need to like dive into all of it so quickly um, but find out who it is that you like are and want to be and what it is that you're seeking and then seek it. <laughs> like literally look for it. Yeah. You've already done the hard part. The rest should be fun. Absolutely. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Looking for your next favorite podcast? One that will teach you how to make millions with Bitcoin? Help you lose those extra stubborn pounds or make your spine tingle with a murder mystery. Stop searching and let Potable do the work. Potable is the only podcast player that learns what you love and recommends podcasts just for you. Import your favorites automatically and instantly discover new ones. Find your next favorite podcast today by visiting us at potable.co or download our app in the iOS app store. That's Potable, P-O-D-I-B-L-E, and discover your story. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of this really important conversation. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us. And tell all your friends. You can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments that you'd like us to address on the show. And if you're in the New York City area, please don't forget to join our meetup group on meetup.com for more relationship content and activities. Tony and I are going to harass your ears next week. And remember, shit happens. <laughs>